Hello, students, everyone. Thank you for tuning in, listening to the study broadcast. This is Chris Carlton here. In this interview, I talk with Taylor Ambrosius of the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh, and she is actually our first student interview. She's still in school. She just got back from France not too long ago, did it summer there, loved it, and uh, she's going to piece together exactly what she went through in order to take her trip. So tune in, have fun, and let me know if you have any questions and comments or on social media. And um, yeah, that's it. All right, thank you. Broadcast. I am here with our very first student interview, Taylor Ambrosius of the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. Taylor, thank you very much for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, well, anytime. Uh, mm-hmm. it, Taylor studied abroad in the summer, which, by the way, most people, if you didn't, if you guys didn't know this, most people actually study abroad in the summer. So she's kind of right, right there in where you want, like, she can answer questions about <clears throat> where where you want to study abroad or how long you want to go for. So without further ado, I'll let Taylor introduce herself and tell her her study abroad story and experience, and we'll learn more as we go along. Taylor? Yeah, so I actually had to take a foreign language class being a Bachelor of Arts student, and I was a little bummed about it because I thought I knew it was going to like involve me dedicating a lot of time. But I'm actually really glad that I did it because then it gave me the opportunity to study in France, and I'm even minoring in it now. And being put in another culture where you get to see their language interact is so different. Like, I look at conversations so differently now when I'm here in America. Um, When I'm sitting in a room and I see other people talking, I kind of think about, like, how I can understand what they're saying. And when I was in France, I made friends with the locals, and so I got to hang out with people that live everyday French lives. And so it was really cool to just interact and see how they live their lives so differently than us, but yet so similar in some ways. Yeah. But um, it was interesting because I had a friend, he spoke English, his dad was American, and his mom was French. And so he would translate for me sometimes because they have slang, and so it's still a little difficult to understand, even though I am a little, like, intermediate in French. But... um. So it was interesting being able to, like, I would hear them laughing, and I would just be a little intimidated thinking they were laughing at me or something. But then he would actually tell me a really funny story of things, like, things that my friends and I would even laugh about. And it's crazy just to think how, like, when we have this cultural barrier between us of a language, they're all so similar to us. And so I thought that was really cool, and it was just interesting, like, being able to see differences, but yet realizing that similarity within our personalities and or interior well-being. So it was really cool to experience something like that and look at it from a different perspective. Yeah, that's awesome that you you got a little translator there. You're pretty yeah. lucky to have that, right? Yeah, it was yeah. super nice, and he showed me around, so it was really cool. And I was really homesick the first couple of days, but um, after I met some of the locals and got, like, a routine down, I felt so much better, and I was totally fine for the rest of the month that I was there. So that helped a lot. Uh, hear that, guys? She got over the homesickness after two days, right? <laughs> yeah, two days. That's all it took. <laughs> so just to, and then what, what did you say? 
Wait, where in France were you? Um, I was in Lille, so it's northeast of Paris. It's right by Belgium. Oh, did you get over to Belgium? Were you able to go to Belgium at all? Yeah, it was really awesome because the program I was through, they took um, weekly field trips to Belgium, and so I got to see Yeep, where a bunch of, like, World War One stuff happened. I saw Bruges, and I saw Brussels. So that was very okay. cool. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And then how – so how – you said you studied abroad in the summer. How long were you there for? Were you there the entire summer, or – It was just a month. It was from, like, end of May to the end of June. See, and you just went for a month, and you still get to put study abroad on your resume, and you have this awesome, awesome international experience. Exactly. It was the perfect amount of time. I mean, if people are willing to go longer, I think that's awesome. But I think if anyone is, like, willing to try it, I think a month or three weeks is a really good time to go for. Yeah. And then, so why would a student, like, what would you get, what advice would you give to a student who is, Maybe, like, who's thinking about studying abroad and not wanting to do it. What would you tell that student? I was that exact same student. I Googled so many things, like, I want to study abroad, but I'm so scared. I mean, I have family, friends, and a boyfriend here, so I was just, like, really nervous. But I am so glad I went. And, like, like I said, I was homesick the first two days, and so I was, like, counting down the days that I got home. And then I was like, I need to just stop counting these days down, otherwise it's going to take forever. And I stopped counting the days, and it blue. I seriously totally like I was thinking about back home sometimes but I forgot about it most of the time and it was just really important to think about living in the moment and not worrying about other things and so it kind of helped me to learn coming home like hey just live in the moment and appreciate what's going on around you now because like you won't get that opportunity again and who knows if like you will ever get the chance to go somewhere else ever again or afford it at the time or anything and so it's just really good like if opportunity approaches you think that it happens for a reason and that you're meant to go do something crazy and fun and try something new so right and i and i always tell people i know the further back you go the more intense you can get with it but imagine even studying abroad 20 years ago where exactly. you just had email and there was no social media or <laughs> anything like that and it gets more i mean now we've got snapchat and instagram and everything like that and it's like you get off the plane and you can snap all your friends and family right away so it's exactly. Different. It's different than it was where you maybe even had to wait, like, write letters going back further or a phone call and and then and then email. So it's, it's a lot easier than it used to be as far as mm-hmm. the homesickness. I mean, like you said, you got over it really quickly. So Yeah. Yeah. And it's and now, even better because um, going to study abroad, I was with a group. So, like, if I were to go alone with, like, another family member, we would have not known what to do. Being, like, put in this area, I would have not known what to do. So it was super nice being with the group, and they helped me, and we helped each other. And so that was really helpful. Uh, wow. What was, the, what was your favorite – what was your favorite experience in France? Like, um, Definitely seeing the Eiffel Tower. It was, like, so crazy. I got goosebumps because – it's something that I've seen, like, in movies as a kid growing up, and it's like, well, this is, like, um, not just, like, a national monument, but literally, like, a worldwide monument. Like, it was so awesome learning about history of it and going to the Louvre, and I got to see, like, Mona, the Mona Lisa in Paris, and it was just so crazy, things that I never thought I would ever see, and then seeing it right there, things I've learned my entire life. And then, yeah. like I said, just, like, meeting locals and getting the real experience was pretty cool. 
Wow, yeah. So I, I'm always interested to hear when people talk about something like the Eiffel Tower or the Pyramids mm-hmm. of Giza or the London Bridge, or, you know, just, seeing, just hearing people's recollections of it, and they usually live up to the height. So mm-hmm. I, that kind of tickles me to hear that the yeah. Eiffel Tower is worth visiting. I definitely have to get out there to see it. Um, yeah. Now, could you tell maybe, like, what's a travel story you'd tell about something, like maybe something you'd tell at a dinner party? Um, I think I mentioned this in the email I sent you, but it was super weird when I met my friends that go to school here in Oshkosh. I saw them in Amsterdam, and I didn't even know that they were there. Oh, so, are you serious? Yeah, so it's just crazy to think about how the world is just so big. We all still, like, can find a way to run into each other. And like I said, just how the world is so big, and we all have our different personalities and stuff, yet we're still, like, connected in some way how I mentioned when I view the conversations with other French people and how they are just like us. So it's pretty crazy seeing like people that I know in a whole other country. So that was crazy. Oh wow. Yeah, I couldn't imagine I mean, it's weird when you run into someone you know in a different town, let alone a different country. I, yeah. I that's that's so cool. Especially because I didn't even know that they were there. So they were actually wearing um, a UW Oshkosh sweater, and that's why I went up to them. And then I was like, oh, my God, I know you. <laughs> so it was super weird. Uh, and then, so probably, so as we transition, probably the best part about studying abroad anywhere is the food. Now, you got to study abroad in France, which, mm-hmm. uh, so that's the best of the best. So what was your favorite thing you got to try when you were in France as far as the food goes? Oh, uh, you know, I really can't remember exactly what it was called, but it consisted of something in this pan that goes in the oven, and it's got, like, bread on the bottom and, like, some dill seed and then, like, a ton of cheese and some ham and, like, an egg on top of it. So it was just, like, so good because I'm a really big cheese head, like, cheese fan from Wisconsin. So, like, yeah. that was just, like, really good to, in a way, like, touch what's with at home. And uh-huh. then, but yeah, it was like great seeing it from like another culture. So, oh, it's really interesting. Yeah. And, and what if you if you walk into a bar, what will you order? Um, you know, honestly, just what my friends get because I had no clue because there's so many different things. I think I tried different things every time. <laughs> so I really don't know. The first time I ever tried like um. Like a strawberry beer, though, was in France, and I realized, yeah, they have that here in America too. That was kind of, but that was yeah. cool. I yeah, I've heard that living in France kind of spoils you as far as the wine palate goes. So I don't know if you're able to try any wine. Or oh you, yeah, but no, I, I definitely would order wine. I tried to mix it up though, so I didn't get wine every time. But that is definitely one of the first things I had. Yeah. So. So now I guess your only regret is I bet you wish you could have stayed longer, huh? <laughs> Definitely. I know there's so many other things I wanted to see, but, I mean, by the time the end of the month came, I was ready to see my friends just because it was the summer season, and I know everyone was getting out on the lake. So I yeah. was really looking forward to come home, but I was definitely really sad that it was done because it was something that I looked forward to, like, for so long. So that's why it's so important to just enjoy every second when you're there. Right. So. And then what's a what's a quote you you like a travel quote that maybe? Um, uh, so well. the, 
Yeah, the first day that we had orientation for our um, program there through the university, there was a quote at the bottom of a page that we had to fill out, and it said, the world is a book, and those who do not travel only read one page. And yeah, so, I, yeah, I thought that's I, I think that's like it. the Michael Jordan of travel quotes. Oh, really? Yeah, that's really it is. cool. It's, it's, yeah, I think it's the best one. It's, I think St. Augustine said that. Yes, yes, I think um, that is who said it. Right. Now, just while I have you here, I know I didn't um, ask you this before, but could you maybe talk about the process that you went through from start to finish as far as, okay, I, I'm deciding I want to go, and then you go and meet with your study abroad advisor, and, and then what, like what, ha- what, was, what transitioned from decision to trip? So I learned about going to France um, through an email, and I knew, like, I was in French classes, so I was like, oh, this would be super cool. And yeah. I had a friend in my class at the time that we were talking about going, and then he kind of bailed out on it, but then I was like, oh, I still kind of want to do this, because I was lucky at the study abroad office, and there was a quote saying, like, go out of your comfort zone, or, like, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And I was like, you know what, I might as well try this, and... I want to do something different and experience things. And so I kind of looked into the program, and, like, our university made it really easy to fill out documents online. They give you step-by-step um, process of what to do, and there's people there for you all the time to ask questions. And so I did all that stuff, and then um, I kind of waited to get a assigned seat, and then they told me everything was good, and you can do, like, a payment plan if you want. And then I had to go through a process of, like, making sure I had, like, my health things in line, like, to make sure if anything happens there that they're prepared to, that I know what to do if, like, I were to get sick or something. So everything was well prepared. And then I went through a stage where I was, like, I'm scared. I don't want to go because not only was I scared about, like, being homesick or, like, missing out, but I was scared of, like, something dangerous happening because I had no clue, like, what it's like going halfway across the world and you hear all these things in the news of what's going on. And I even talked to my mom and I thought my mom would, like, be like, oh, yeah, you should stay. But, no, she was like, um, no, you should go. So I was like, once my mom confirmed that I should do it, I was like, oh, wow, my mom thinks I should. This is great. Like, <laughs> so, so then I definitely was like, okay, yes, I'm doing it. And then I guess from there we had, like, an orientation with our advisor that went, and she gave us, like, any answers to our questions and told us of where we meet that day and when we go, and everything was just very well organized. And then, like I said, it was nice being there with a program because then they had things organized for us. So that was really nice. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah. That, that's, uh, that was a, yeah. Thank you very much for that recollection, Taylor. Oh, for sure. And not only that, I actually have an internship with the study abroad office now. So that opens right, up yeah. more doors for me. So you went abroad, and now, and now what, are you, what are you doing with the internship? Yeah, so on Thursday, October 11th, from 12 to 4, we have our study abroad fair here on campus. And other universities are also, like, through the UW system, are coming to it and um, having a table there and talking. And what we do is just promote studying abroad and answer any questions for people, um, help get them signed up, have them fill out surveys of what they think about studying abroad, and just kind of promote the idea of studying abroad. And so what my job is is I market it. I do stuff on campus to get people aware of it. I organize things to, like, prepare, like I said. So, like, I'm organizing. I had to contact Reed Marketing for um, cabling and, like, just making sure people are aware of it. So Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know. That sounds – I kind of want to go on campus and I already did it. And I just kind of want to go through the whole – you're making me want to go through the whole experience again here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh 
Okay. Well, do you have anything else to add before? Um, I don't know. I guess I just think that, like, anyone should just try it when they have the opportunity. I mean, even if they are afraid of not being able to afford it, now's the time when you can even have financial aid to help. And I just think it's a really great opportunity that everyone will never regret. So. Well, all right. Thank you, guys. Uh, be sure to uh, connect with us on social media. Also, you can go to the website and look at the infographic that is associated with this interview, studyaboutsmarter.com. Taylor, thank you very much. We will talk to you again soon. And all right, bye, guys. Bye.